my name is Eric, and I go to school in Los Angeles. And then next year, I will be attending Northwestern University for the fall of 2024 to graduate in the fall of 2024. I mean, spring 2024. I'll be attending fall 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right. So for our first question, how was your college admissions process like? How did your outlook on education change for middle school? Um, I generally started thinking about like, okay, I really do want to go to college. Probably sometime middle of sophomore year. Because even before that, I still had the idea of like, okay, uh, maybe community could see the way. Maybe, you know, a trade school. Yeah. Um, but... And then it was just gonna be like, okay, I'm trying this hard to do that. Why not just go all the way and go to a four year? I had some sort of phase during my my beginning years of high school where I didn't really get as much as good grades as I would have wanted to. I wasn't as as involved as I would have wanted to. My outlook changed a lot on the whole education part. As far as like the college admissions process, like the whole the whole time where I started probably the summer entering my senior year and all i want to say that it was it was just overwhelming like the, if i had to describe it in one word i would choose overwhelming why was it overwhelming um it was just a lot it was a lot of um information to take in especially for me i had i i had three things to take to take care of i had to take care of um college essays yeah um testing so sat act subject test all that and keep up my grades in my class and my extracurriculars and it got to the point where i could do these three things okay you know just yeah. just average or i do two things really well and i skip out on one yeah and that's what i eventually like did so i try to write as best college essays as I could. I try to study as much as for my tests as I could, but my grades and my extracurriculars kind of lacked at the end. I wasn't as involved in my clubs, like even the clubs yeah. where I was president, I want to say like, I wasn't as good as I wanted to be. Um, yeah, and then my grades were just, my grades were horrible. My, my, they weren't horrible till the very end. Yeah. Um, they, I ended up getting um, the grades that I that I would get every single semester, but like throughout the whole thing, I was keeping like three C's my whole um, my whole semester until like the very end, where like I decided um, where I was finally accepted. So I was like, okay, you know what? I could get rid of two things, and I just have to worry about my grades. And that yes. was like when it all changed. So. You said it was very overwhelming for you. So in what ways have you seen the American college admission system negatively impact students? Um, I feel like I want to talk to the, about this question like more on a personal level. Yeah. Um, I developed a lot of anxiety during a college admissions process. Like It would come to the point where I would be like, okay, I get home. I do whatever I have to do. And then immediately, okay, I'm going to write I'm going to write an, an essay. And then like, I start writing it and it's just like, 
I started getting my mind like, oh, why are you, why are you doing this? Like you can't even write, and it's just over. It becomes overwhelming. Um, yeah. To the point where where I can't even I can't even write at all. I've noticed it a lot, especially with some other people. Where um, to some of my friends who have applied to a lot of a lot of schools and everything, and like they tell me like there was no point of applying to that many schools. Um, all, all writing all these um, college essays and all that. Yeah. Um, so overall, I feel like a big thing is having your mindset beforehand. Because um, if you don't have your mindset beforehand, then you're not going to be ready for that. So you have yeah, your mindset like, agree. yeah. So if you have your mindset like, okay, I'm going to be busy. I'm going to be really, really busy. Um, then I feel like you could handle it, but if you don't have your mindset set to like, okay, um, because before that, I, my mindset wasn't, wasn't around there. I was like, okay, I'm going to write a lot of essays, but I'll be fine. I know I'll be fine. But it was just something that you've never, ever experienced before in your life where you have to write essays about yourself and you have to write multiple about them on multiple different like occurrences or you have to write like what's your, what your thoughts and beliefs are to a certain thing or uh, for some schools you have to write like why do you like this school and it's just it's a whole different world where if you have your mindset right beforehand you'll be you'll be completely fine but that's the hard part because a lot of people most the majority of the people do not have that same mindset yeah so you see the way that it impacts us negatively, but has it impacted you or anybody you know positively? Um, positively, I want to take it more of like, if I were to compare it between the American system, between like a, a British system. Um, and I want to say like, definitely, definitely. I know like their system takes more into account test scores and grades and their their marks, what they call them. Um and then over here, we take they take more of a like a holistic approach where they're gonna look at you as a person, not as as numbers. So in that form, I want them to be positively because, as I said, like my grades weren't great, and partly that was because of my like my first two years of of high school where I wasn't getting as as good grades as I would have wanted to. I didn't struggle in the classroom, but it was just wrong friends i wouldn't be paying attention as much and it wasn't until like i changed so i feel having this system where it it looks you as a person more than just numbers um it changes the whole thing so to be involved and i have my commitments as well like for my with my family and and everything so i feel like that was a big thing why i was accepted to like my dream school in the form of positively i feel like having the school look at you um holistically is one of the best things that brings out um this uh college system yeah i definitely agree even though we still kind of see an emphasis on grades it's definitely not as great as i've seen in some other college admissions processes yeah definitely um and especially like with with some of these schools going test optional and all that yeah. if your test isn't that great there's so much other like colleges that are doing that um 
like Bowdoin, Chicago. All these other colleges and universities are doing that. Yeah. All right. So what factors does economic standing play in the college admission system? Would you say that lower class individuals are discriminated or disadvantaged in the process? Um, like as far as how much money you got or how much resources you got, uh, yeah. I feel like that plays a large role. But overall, I feel like you could find those resources to the point where you won't feel like a gap in a way. You you have the, you could find the ability of of finding uh, such resources, especially nowadays where there's um, a bunch of nonprofits that are willing to help you out. Uh, I know, like, I was involved with, like, not only was I involved in my summer program, but I was involved with, like, um, two other nonprofits that basically just pair you up with the tutor. Um, okay. Pair you up with the tutor, and you could, like, talk to them, discuss them, like, any problems you have with the college admissions process, discuss any essays or such. So as far as the resources, it's going to be – you're, you're going to have a t- tougher time finding resources, of course. But overall, I would say it's going to be tougher to find, say, someone someone's a higher class individual. But you should be able to do fine if you put in more work, per se. Yeah. So do you also see it as a possible advantage? Um, to be higher class or be lower class? Lower class. Lower class. Advantage, in a way, in a way, I see it because schools are are trying to be diversified per se, and so schools are always looking to bump up their numbers of Pell Grant individuals. Um, yeah. Of course, generally, like my belief is schools say they're they're certainly blind, but they could kind of see that in your application of say like, oh, this 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 person's poor or this person's like middle class, this person's rich. They can kind of see it in your essays. They see it in your whole application, like where you live and all that. Of course, they're not going to see the right numbers, but they could pretty much make an assumption. They may give you a slight edge, especially a big thing is first gen. Like that's that's such a yeah. hook with uh, with college. If they see that you're first gen, like eh. overall, like these schools tend to care about their numbers a lot. Because it makes them seem more uh, higher in the ranks of different ranking systems. And with higher ranks, meaning more applications that they get. If they have like a higher first gen, then they'll like be going higher in ranking. So overall, I feel like you can see it as an advantage as far as your, your hooks going into it. All right. For the next question, why would somebody choose a safety or a state school over a top-tier school? This is a good question. It generally depends on your major. If you plan on doing grad school or becoming a doctor, maybe becoming a lawyer, certain grad schools, certain grad schools, becoming a doctor, becoming a lawyer, then I could see a definite upside to a safety or state school. You may not have as much resources, but let's say you become a doctor, um, you're trying to become a doctor, you would you would save, it depends um, on the person, but you would most likely save money going to a safety or state school, especially if you 
if you're seen like as one of the top candidates there, they're probably going to give you like a full tuition scholarship, maybe even more. And with this, not only is going to be cheaper than like a top tier school, but plus with becoming a doctor, your undergrad doesn't really is not valued at all. So you may make re you may make connections at your undergrad, which could help you. But remember, like you still have eight more years of schooling to go. So I would say if you're a doctor, then choosing the safety school route because applying to these top uh, schools for med school, they're just gonna look at your your test scores that you get, and they're gonna look at your GPA. Like that's the mo the majority they're gonna look at. Just going to say that I definitely know like a lot of my friends and my peers who are pursuing grad school for pre-law and pre-med and to definitely have this perspective as well trying to save money now in undergrad before going to medical school or trying to focus on their GPA since medical schools don't really care what major you do so definitely mm -hmm. I've seen that within my friends who are interested in that yes exactly and then I would feel like it would be better to go to a top tier school if you're either majoring in something along the lines of like business or finance because that's where name recognition counts a lot. Engineering is also a big thing and name recognition is not really as valued as say like finance but it's still it's still important because you make much more connections say at a top tier institution because there's a stronger alumni network there than say a state school. I definitely agree. So it's our last question. What is the most important thing to keep in mind during the college admissions process and after in college? I feel, um, I believe like a strong idea to push forth is to note that you are going to be the busiest of your life. Like unless like you've gone through something like, like, like this, which is very, very rare you're going to be super, super busy. And I didn't really know that going into it. And I struggled. I struggled a lot, even though I only, I only had to write about like six college essays because I was accepted early. I still felt that I still felt pressured because I had to write these essays like over and over and over and over again. Overall, you need to train your mind per se. So you could either start really early, say start in the summer, get a bunch of essays done that are along the lines of some of the colleges that you're looking for to apply to, or you could start changing your whole mindset on the whole thing where say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to be doing this. Cause I know during these times I'm going to be the busiest that I've ever been on top of that. I would say don't fall into the whole, I'm not good enough approach. I fell into it a lot. Look at test scores, I would look at GPA, and then I would be like, oh, like, do I really think they're going to accept me? Like, look at their average. I fall, like, way below even, like, their 25th percentile. I was like, what's the point? I still ended up applying the whole thing. Lastly, I want to say, like, one of the biggest advice I got was from one of my college counselors at my school. She recently told me, like, the, the reason why, like, my school isn't as far as a big thing goes with um, essays and people are relying on writing essays last minute, which is 
a really horrible idea to do. I've done that and I've had horrible experiences with a bunch of typos left in it, my thoughts not being developed as much. Time is valuable during this whole thing. You don't need to be stressing out last minute. All right. So thank you so much, Eric. Thank you for telling me more about your story with the process. And thank you for reminding me and hopefully all the listeners about having a positive mindset throughout this process. So thank you so much again for being here.